My Journey Through Divorce by Sandy Concepcion. This is a what I did kind of book. I wrote this for someone who may be contemplating divorce or going through the process. It's a look into my journey through through it and how I coped. I hope it may be of value to someone in need. What now? Here's a short bio and disclaimer. I remember the day like it was yesterday. It's hard to believe it's been over 17 years since that day when I walked in the front door of my house and told my husband of 15 years he needed to leave. I didn't want him to leave, which is why I told him he needed to leave. I had just finished venting to a friend for the last time about how disappointed and frustrated I was at the fact that my husband was still being unfaithful. She must have been tired of me venting about the same thing repeatedly when she finally decided to say, Sandy, you need to do something. That something was to go home and tell him to leave. It was all I could think of doing that I hadn't already done. After a short conversation about this and that, I told him he had two hours to gather whatever he needed to take with him and be out. I was at a crossroad, miserable, lost, and not sure what to do or where to turn. The following pages will give you, the reader, a basic outline of some of the things I did, some of the things I thought of, and what I did to get through this time. I'm not a licensed therapist, nor do I have a degree or counseling training of any kind. It is simply an outline of my own personal experience. I decided to put it on paper in hopes that it will be of benefit or value to someone who may be going through the same stage and similar struggles. Where was I after my divorce? Feelings. Number one, I was depressed. Number two, I felt alone. Three, confused. Number four, desperate for attention. And number five, I felt lost. I didn't know what to do. I just knew I needed to do something. I cried myself to sleep for about three months straight. During that time, I dropped 30 pounds. Great for me since I was overweight anyway, but not the healthiest way to go about it. Action. I decided I needed to figure out what to do to get myself out of the funk I was in and take care of what needed to be taken care of i.e. the kids, the house, the bills, etc. So number one, the first thing I did was I put together a plan of action. The most important thing first, how to pay the bills now that I was all by myself. A, I decided I needed a second job. One job wasn't enough, wasn't barely enough when we were uh, together. B, put together a list of options regarding the part-time job or or maybe uh, my own hustle. Then I have to decide, uh, what do I like to do? How much time do I have to do it? When will I do this? And how much do I need to make? I decided running a part-time hustle would be the best thing since I already had a full-time job. I figured I liked cleaning and I like animals. I started with cleaning houses. I was used to cleaning my own house and had never cleaned offices or commercial property. I posted flyers, posted on social media, and ordered some business cards. One day while I was out running, I thought of a name for my business. Running always has a way of helping me think straight and figure things out. After posting a few flyers, I got my first call from a lady who lived in a house on a private high school campus. One day while I was cleaning for her, she mentioned she would be away for a few days and to not worry if someone was there when I showed up to clean, that it would probably be the pet sitter. I realized then I could easily do both. If I'm going to be there cleaning, I may as well take care of her cats.
Eventually she hired me to do both and I slowly transitioned to just pet sitting. It was a lot easier for the same amount of money. The second thing to figure out was how to raise my kids on my own. A. Child support. I googled child support from my state, picked up a packet at the courthouse, completed the packet myself with what I needed and wanted, contacted the ex and went over the conclusion and came to an agreement on how much child support for him to pay. B. Time and discipline. Help with homework, etc. Latch key till I got home from work. Ate dinner together, helped with homework while dinner cooked or right after. I chose to uh, not focus so much on keeping the house peachy clean because I was often too tired to deal with it and my kids were small. A good rule to follow though would be to set some chores each child can do daily to keep the mess to a minimum. I also did the part-time hustle on Fridays or weekends. Usually the kids were involved in after-school activities or spending time with their dad. Third most important thing, how to take care of the house and the car. A. Barter some services. Do something for someone in exchange for work around the house. B. I got rid of the car with a big payment. C. Used my income tax refund to replace the car and make home repairs. And D. I did a lot of the minor repairs myself. I started dating someone who was handy and could repair and fix most things. Not a healthy thing to do if you're just coming out of a relationship. I highly suggest finding yourself again. Otherwise, you will only attract someone who is just as broken as you are. I learned from it, and it really saved my ass when it came to fixing the house, but not so sure it was worth the emotional roller coaster ride I was on. Now, what to do about taking care of my emotions? One, I separated myself from friends we had together, mostly because they were couples and we were no longer a couple. Also, not only were they not much help, but they pretty much deserted me anyway. Two, I joined a dance class so I could meet some new people. Three, I spent some time with new friends and focused on having fun. Eventually, I filed for divorce and started dating again. Now that's a story for another time. Hi, y'all. Thanks for listening. Hopefully you were able to listen or took some time to listen to my first episode, my journey through divorce that uh, basically outlines what I was feeling and going through uh, shortly before my divorce and what I did to the steps I took to actually get through it. Um, At the end of the podcast, it specifically says that, you know, once I did this and figured this or that out, that I then filed for divorce which is my topic for today basically is um, the steps that I took to actually file for divorce. So the first thing I did was figure out um, how I could do that without having to hire an attorney because I couldn't afford it. Um, And so what I did was uh, I googled some information and found out that if I stopped at the courthouse I could basically do the whole thing myself. So that's the first thing I did is, is I went to the courthouse and I picked up this packet. Um, and the fee was actually, if I'm not mistaken, and this was back in 2003, was $350. But if there was a financial hardship, you filled out the paperwork for that. If you were approved, 
it was only $99. So I believe that's what I paid. I can't remember entirely, but I know that I was approved for the financial hardship. I didn't have to pay the $350. Um, on top of that, there was also a $50 fee to hire the guy that actually serves your um, the significant other with the paperwork. Um, the packet was a lot of information that I had to fill out and a lot of stuff that I had to read. Um, but it was it was pretty self-explanatory. Definitely worth it. Um, we weren't on bad terms. We didn't split up on bad terms. We didn't hate each other. And so, and we didn't have a lot of assets. So for us, it was simple. It was a simple process. I completed the packet. Um, I had already done the information on what to pay for child support. So the only thing I had to add in was what to do with the house um, and figure out a schedule of, of him visiting the kids and what to do with the bills and all that kind of stuff. And, and I just basically figured it out on my own what was fair and he just agreed and signed on the dotted line. Um, once that was done, they set a court date um, and in between the court date, before you could actually become divorced, officially divorced, you had to take some parenting classes uh, just to make sure that you knew what the whole process was um, that the kids are going to go through emotionally and, and how to deal with it. The different stages that the kids go through when their parents get divorced. And that was an additional fee, but if I remember correctly, that wasn't all that expensive either. It was like $25. Um, and you went to... Uh, a certain amount of classes. I don't know if it was a month or three months, but I'm sure that by now all that's changed anyway. But uh, that's basically all it took. And once we went to our first court date, you know, I walked in thinking, all right, they're just going to get specifics and then they'll probably set another court date. That was not the case. We were actually divorced on that day. So all it took was that one court date. He read basically the paperwork. The judge read what we had in the divorce papers, and he, he asked each one of us if we agreed to whatever was written on there, and we both answered yes. And then he asked me if, if I wanted to keep my maiden name, or if I wanted to take back my maiden name or keep my married name, and I chose to, to take back my, my maiden name. And so he said, so from this day forward, you will be known as uh, Sandy Concep or Sandra Concepcion. Um, and... That was that. He stamped it, approval, signed, and done. We walked out that day. Probably The whole process probably took about an hour. Most of the time was just us waiting for to be seen by the judge because once we actually got before the judge, I don't even think it took more than 10 minutes. Um, you know what? Then once that was done and over, it was... Now you have to deal with all the emotions that come flooding in where it's like, wow, I'm actually divorced. You know, I'm back to being... Uh, Sandra Concepcion, what I used to be, and I don't even know who that person, is, you know, is anymore. It's 15 years later, and, you know, I was 21 when I got married. Didn't know who I was then. My father had just died, and, and so now here I am divorced, and never really got the chance to explore who I wanted to be or who I was supposed to be, aside from uh, being a wife and a mom. Um, so that, that took some getting used to, but I got through it because by then I had already started to meet some single friends and I had, um, I joined a dance group and I met a lot of people that way. And, um, 
the big oops that I made was that I actually started dating someone that was really not, it wasn't good for me in a sense that first I, it, it was, he was just not the right person for me without getting into too much detail. Um, and secondly is I didn't give myself enough time to actually heal emotionally and find out who it is I was before actually getting into this relationship. It's almost like I was just looking to, I was just so depressed that I had to medicate myself somehow. I guess that was my way of coping with it. I I just could not cope with the thought of having to do everything by myself. And I think it was probably harder. I won't say that it's harder for me than for anyone else, but in my situation was a little different because I didn't have a lot of family. Most of my family had already passed on. And the very few friends that I did have were friends from church and they were all married. And, and as I stated in my first episode, they, they pretty much deserted me Uh, for some reason or another. They didn't want, they just stopped reaching out to me. Um, and so one day I was laying on the couch and, and my ex-husband's sister called and asked me if I wanted to go out. And so I started to go out. And that's kind of got what got the ball rolling. It got me out of my funk. And I'm not going to say that I wasn't a mess. I was a serious mess for several years. But I think the majority of the reason was due to the fact that I did jump into that second relationship a little too quickly. Didn't give myself a chance to actually heal from it and and get healthy emotionally before I actually did that. Um, and it was just, I mean, I don't regret it because it did have its advantages as far as it would help me keep my, my home afloat and running financially speaking. And, um, it helped me to figure things out and, and, and what I wanted to do and what I didn't want to do. Um, but I think that yeah, maybe if I hadn't jumped into this relationship, I probably would have lost the house eventually because I couldn't afford to do all the repairs myself and didn't know how. Um, but on the flip side, I probably emotionally would have healed a lot quicker and, it, and the transition may have been a lot easier for my kids. They turned out okay. At least I think they did, but I know there's some uh, underlying emotional baggage there that they don't talk about that they probably don't even aren't even aware that it's there um so sometimes I wonder how it actually it actually did affect them um you know one day I'm actually going to interview them and maybe you know have a separate podcast where they where they can actually tell me how it is they process through it through all this um but anyhow, again, that's a, a topic for another podcast. So, so look, look out for that because I think that would probably help someone as well in the long run um, in a similar situation. So that's basically what I did to file for divorce and the happenings afterwards. And then once I got to know people um, doing different things, I, I joined some meetup groups that was also a big help you meet a lot of people that way a lot of uh you find you know i'm sure by now you're probably familiar with meetup groups so you you pick a topic or, or or something that you're actually interested in doing and it's you get to meet new people that way it, it's exciting it's fun um 
There's lots of different groups in different areas with different types of interests. So definitely look into that. If you're not uh, ready for dating, um, I highly recommend it because it's just having a lot of fun, doing things you like to do, and meeting new people. It's always, you know, it's very healthy. For me, that was very healthy. Um, So the topic of my next podcast will probably be be something relating to uh, actually entering the dating scene, which um, it was fun, and then again, it wasn't. So uh, look out for that podcast as well. And again, thank you so much for listening. And uh, if you have any questions, in the meantime, feel free to message me. I know there's there's a way that you can do it on the podcast there. There's some information or a link that you can click on. Um, either way, thanks so much. Enjoy your Tuesday. <laughs>